1: City's Wellness Radio. With SRN News, I'm Rich Thomason in Washington. Day three of testimony in the trial of former Trump campaign manager Paul Manafort. Prosecutors surprised courtroom observers yesterday by indicating that Rick Yates, expected to be the government star witness, might not testify after all. The prosecutor suggested, gee, I don't know if he will or will not testify.
2: That caused a bit of excitement. Um, but then the prosecutor amended that statement to say that that uncertainty applies to any potential witness and prosecutors will assess who gets to testify, who will testify, the order as the trial progresses. So I think we are still expecting Rick Gates to testify.
1: That's correspondent Eric Tucker. The U.S. military starting the painstaking process of analyzing remains from the Korean War now that they're back on American soil after having been handed over by North Korea last week. On Wall Street, the Dow down 135 points, and this is SRN News.
3: August is National Children's Eye Health and Safety Month. Common warning signs of vision problems include wandering eyes, disinterest in distant objects, or frequent squinting while watching TV. History of vision problems in your family may also be a red flag. Be watchful for these signs and consult your doctor or optometrist if you identify a potential issue. This Wellness Spotlight is brought to you by Wellness Radio 1570.
2: Stay tuned for Like It Matters Radio with Mr. Black here on Wellness 1570. If you've missed any of Mr. Black's program, Like It Matters, well, you'll find podcasts up at our website, TwinCitiesWellnessRadio.com. Your forecast now from the Eagle Wellness Studios. Today, partly cloudy skies, a high around seventy. Mid-50s, the night, low chilly. By tomorrow, partly cloudy and mid-70s.
1: Hello, I'm Mark Stoneman, president of WNAV Audiovisual. WNAV Audiovisual provides equipment and technicians for events of all sizes, from a handful of people to large ballrooms and convention centers as well. We also provide installation services for churches, schools, and corporations. No matter how many people are at your event, WNAV has the technicians and expertise along with the equipment to make each event successful. Audiovisual services include equipment such as sound systems, microphones, projection systems with screens, laptops, draping, lighting, and all the related equipment, and also web streaming services so your meeting can go beyond the four walls of your space. WNAV Audiovisual where your meeting is our business. Please contact us at wnav-video.com.
4: So you've been exploring solutions for your hair loss. You've seen ads from the national chains. You've researched the alternative products that cost a fortune, but there seem to be no guarantees. So here's good news for you. This is Dennis Prager. You have nothing to lose. Call their office in Egan for your free consultation. Ineedmorehair.com. Experience you can trust. Prices you can afford. Get the permanent solution to your hair loss at Ineedmorehair.com.
5: Hi, it's John Wichko, owner of Advantage Auto Glass. Advantage is having a great year, and I'd like to thank everyone who's taken advantage of our service. And if you chose to wait for drier roads and warmer weather, they're here. Now is the time to get that cracked windshield taken care of. You've been staring at it day after day. Why wait any longer? Call Advantage Auto Glass today at 952-423-6396 and we'll replace your windshield with only the highest quality parts and adhesives. Advantage will come to your home or work, anywhere in the metro, we're a local family-owned company and a preferred shop for all major insurance companies. That means you'll get personalized service and we do all the billing all backed by a lifetime warranty. All you do is call Advantage first and we'll take care of everything. So call us today at 952 423 6396 or visit us on the web at ReplaceMyWindshield.com. That's ReplaceMyWindshield.com. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management.
2: Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? If you want to be inspired, get help in becoming all you can be, the time is now for Like It Matters Radio with your host, Mr. Scott V. Black.
6: It's a great day to be alive. Welcome to like it matters radio radio like it matters inspiration education and application i am your blessed radio host your radio life gaddy, and you can call me mr black and today on like it matters radio we're going to keep it simple soldier you know we are natural born procrastinators and the number one way we procrastinate is i don't know that's your answer i don't know And I always tell people, if you don't know your marriage is broken, then I guess you don't need to work on it, do you? If you don't know that a coach is molesting your child after practice because you're too busy to be where you're supposed to be when you're supposed to be there, then I guess you don't need to take a look at your lifestyle choices. See, if we don't know, we don't have to deal with it. And so one of the things I learned a long time ago is keep it simple, soldier, because the enemy's number one weapon formed against us is confusion. That's why I love the simplicity of the Bible. There are not 82 ways to God. There are not 16 ways to God. There are not seven ways to God. There are just one way to God. That's what the Bible says. The one way. Keep it simple, soldier. Don't make it complicated. The Bible tells us there are two paths out there, not 16 paths. Not 22 paths, not 87 paths. It says there are two paths. There's a narrow path that uh, nobody's on. It's very hard. And there's a wide path that everybody's on. It's a lot of fun. But one path is leading to destruction, and one path is leading to everlasting life. And you've got to decide which one you're going to be on. There's only two teams in life, ladies and gentlemen, and we've got to decide which one we're going to be. Just like there are two types of people in the world, leaners and lifters. This is one of my favorite poems from Ella Wheeler Wilcox. It says, there are two kinds of people on earth today, two kinds of people, no more I say. Not the good or the bad, for it's well understood that the good are half bad, and the bad are half good. Not the happy or sad, for in the swift flying years bring each man his laughter, each man his tears. Not the rich or the poor, for to count a man's wealth you must know the state of his conscience and health. Not the humble and proud for life's busy span who puts on vain airs is not counted a man. No, the two kinds of people on earth, I mean, are the people who lift and the people who lean. Wherever you go, you'll find the world's masses are ever divided into these two classes. And strangely enough, you will find too. I mean, there's only one lifter to 20 who lean. In which class are you? Are you easing the load of the overtax lifters who toiled down the road? Or are you a leaner who lets others bear your portion of worry and labor and care? Ella Wheeler Wilcox. I love that. I used to have a guy. I consider him a friend. He's a listener. And uh, he was always leaning into everything. Always talking about, well, we're going to do this. We're going to do that. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. I'm, I'm going to lean in. 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 Lean in. Uh, and he's no longer working with us. <laughs> because I don't need people leading in. I need people doing. I need people walking through. I need people opening the doors. I need people lifting, not leaning. And today, we're going to keep it simple, because I'm going to separate people into two categories, into two camps. People who either believe I have enough, or people who believe I've had enough. And boy, the world is full. The, the news are full. The newspapers are full of people that you can see what they're saying. I've had enough. I've had enough of the unfairness of life. I've had enough of life ain't no fair. I've had enough of, of someone else having and me not having. I've had enough of life's hardness. I've had enough that uh, nothing ever goes right for me. I've had enough. All right, I got a little boy a little three and a half year old boy a Benaya. he is such a drama king. oh my gosh he is a little drama king. he's got an incredible personality uh, but he's got the emotional highs and lows of his mom and me mixed in a unique way uh, and, and the guy he's three and a half years old uh, and he's already he, he'll say I done I done I done tablet I done eggs. I done. And sometimes he'll even shake the head and push his hand sideways a little bit. I done. I done. He's three and a half years old. Or he'll say, I can't even. I can't even. (laughs) He's three and a half years old. Uh, And he's this drama king already. And he's got, he's had enough. I done. I can't even. That's so funny. He's three and a half years. And you know what? But he's a little kid. He's a little drama king. All that. I get that. But you know there's a lot of people out there like that. there's two mindsets. there's the victim and there's the grateful. there's two mindsets. Uh, they're the bitter and the better. you know life uh, you know life experience there's a lot that's thrown at us and no matter how good or how bad or no matter how your life compared to everybody else was, you're either going to process it in a way that makes you bitter or you're going to process it in a way that makes you better. You're either a leaner or a lifter. You're a giver or a taker. You know, givers gain and takers lose. You're either a conduit or a cistern. You're either having people pour into you and holding on to it, or you're taking all of life's blessings and you're using it as a you're being a pass through agent. You were blessed so the others can be blessed. When I'm dealing with companies, I'm telling you there's two types of employee mindset. You're an employee mindset or an owner. And it has nothing to do with your job. It has no, nothing to do with what your pay is. It has nothing to do if you're on salary or, or if you're paid by the hour. It has nothing to do uh, if you work part-time or full-time. It has nothing to do with how high up the food chain you are or how low down the food chain you are. An employee is someone who does what they're told, who shows up when they're supposed to, who checks the boss, who does the tax I'm talking about the mindset. But the owner owns it, takes ownership. They treat their job as they owned it. They treat everything they do as they owned it. I don't care if you're a street sweeper. I think Martin Luther uh, said, be the best darn street sweeper there ever was. And so we want to keep it simple. And I'm not going to be Pollyanna pretending that life ain't tough and life is all fair and everything's good and all that. No, that's not life. That's why I love uh, Mother Teresa's poem anyway. She says, people are often unreasonable, irrational, self-centered. Forgive them anyway. If you're kind, she says, people may accuse you of being selfish, having ulterior motives. But she says, be kind anyway. If you're successful, you will win some unfaithful friends and some genuine enemies. Succeed anyway. If you're honest and sincere, people may deceive you. Be honest and sincere anyway. What you spend years creating, others could destroy overnight. Create anyway. If you find serenity and happiness, some may be jealous. Be happy anyway. the good you do today will often be forgotten. Do good anyway. Give the best you have. And for a lot of people, it will never be enough. Give your best anyway. And she goes on to say in the final analysis, it's between you and God. It was never between you and them anyway. And see, ladies and gentlemen, I love to say this because it's so true. We cannot control what has happened to us but we can control the frame. We can control the way we store it. Because we only live life one time if you think about it. But then what we do is we codify experience. We codify experience. And we store it. And it really doesn't matter what happens to us. But what matters is, what is the narrative? How do we explain it to ourselves? What do we tell ourselves over and over and over? We have thirty to 60,000 thoughts per day. And what dictates how we feel, what dictates what we do, is what plays over our head over and over and over and over. And so today, we're going to consider what type of person are we? Are we the type of person that says, I have enough? Or are we the type of person, like my son, Benaiah, that says, I've had enough. I can't even... I, done. And that decision on which one of those you're going to be will dictate how you're remembered when this life is over.
2: Listen to the impact of Leadership Awakening on Pastor Don Delich.
6: Leadership Awakening is a
2: very unique and dynamic 46 hours packed with energy, enthusiasm, and challenges. It has taught me to maximize my opportunities. My goal is to be the best that I can be for Jesus Christ and to inspire others to commit their entire bodies, souls, minds, and spirits to God's calling for them. My priorities are to serve
6: the Lord first, my wife next, then my family, followed by all others who connect with me. Leadership Awakening provides tools to enable us to focus our skills and to love blessing
1: many lives. Please consider Leadership Awakening.
2: To check out the dates and locations of upcoming Leadership Awakenings, go to likeitmatters.net slash events. That's likeitmatters.net slash events.
5: That's wayofwarrior.blog.
6: Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio Radio. Like it matters. The inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your Radio Life Caddy. And man, we are growing. Our presence on social media is growing. Thanks to you guys. Please, uh, if you do social media, like us. Please go to Facebook, like us on Facebook.com. You go to Facebook.com slash L I M radio. Uh, my wife, Valerie, puts on a great picture uh, on what today's show is about. We have a little bit of writing. So, you know what's coming up. It tells you where we're going to be, what cities, life changing. uh, Because we do life transformational training. Two and a half days where uh, all this stuff I share on the radio show, uh, I actually teach that in a two and a half day seminar called uh, Leadership Awakening. You can go to likeitmatters.net. LikeItMatters.net to learn about that. But uh, man, we're expanding. We, we have a cause. We're going to change this world one person at a time. Uh, and that's where this the, the topic of this radio show comes from. You know, I have enough or I've had enough uh, because you're dealing with a world of hurting people, hurting people. You have people keeping record of wrong, uh, keeping uh, all the traumas and dramas recorded. I mean, we got to go back thirty, forty years to defend ourselves. I mean, you got to think about the world, uh, what's going on. People are going back thirty years ago. You did this to me. Forty years ago, you did this to me. Uh, we got uh, the Democratic Party. Part of their platform is they're going to push for reparations if they get control back of the um, uh, Congress. Now, they're going to push for reparations. They're going to have one group of people take their money and give it to another group of people because uh, of something that happened a couple hundred years ago. And boy, we got a lot of people stuck in the past. A lot of people keeping record wrong saying, I've had enough. Don't you see it? Somebody votes for somebody different in the election and you chase them down and beat them up someone's wearing a hat that you don't like, uh, you throw soda in their face or you throw stuff at them and threaten them and call them every name in the book. Don't you see why these two mindsets? It really comes down to these two mindsets. And do, is your mindset uh, a one of you have enough? In other words, blessing, gratitude, appreciation, opportunity to learn. Or is your mindset poor me, victim, Life ain't no fair. I've had enough. It's too much. Life should get a 15-yard penalty for unnecessary roughness. Nothing ever works out for me. Everybody else gets blessed, but I don't get blessed. Or all those white people get this, or all those black people get this, or all that one group of people get this, all men get this, all women get this. Are you looking for a reason to complain? Or you're looking for a reason to live your life like it truly matters. Because of these thirty to 60,000 thoughts we have per day, majority of them are unconscious, and majority of them are repetitious. And you know what we believe is what we listen to over and over and over in our head. Dr. Caroline Leaf says that 75% to 83% or something like the figure, of all of our diseases are psychosomatic. They begin with our stinking thinking, with our bitterness. I mean, the, the, the human body, the brain releases 63 known chemicals. 63 known chemicals, and those chemicals make us feel. And when we have bitter, angry, resentful, stinking thinking thoughts, it releases chemicals that destroy us. I've met the enemies living in my shorts. The, uh, the body releases the chemicals that it releases based on what we're thinking about. Based on our physiology, specifically our eye placement in relation to our physiology. And based on our breathing. Those three things make the way you feel. And we got 60 million Americans that are struggling with depression. 60 million. 60 million. And a majority of depression falls in a category called situational depression. And you know what causes situational depression? Our self. Our head. So we've got so many people spending money out there on communication, going to counseling, going to marriage counseling. Uh, I had a guy on the radio yesterday, a leadership guru guy, and talk about communication, so important. But you know what everybody's talking about when they use the word communication? They're all talking about interpersonal. They're talking about uh, Bob communicates with Martha, or Martha communicates with Betty, or Betty communicates with uh, Tom. That's what we're talking about. Yesterday, uh, John was talking about how a leader communicates with their people. But I'm going to tell you, when we're talking about communication, interpersonal is important. Don't I'm not downplaying that. But intrapersonal is far more important. In other words, the way you talk to yourself, what do you think thinking is? Thinking is nothing more than talking to yourself. That's all it is. And yet, most people have a tough time listening to anybody talking to them. And we're talking about communication. You know why? Because their internal dialogue, their thinking, their internal voices in their head. I mean, it's, think about this. How hard is the to list of to more than one person at a time? It's really hard, right? And yet, there's always at least one person talking to us. And who is that? It's ourselves. And let's be honest some of you have a party in your head. You got a former spouse, you got a parent, you got a bully. You've got the person who molested you or abused you. you got the person who didn't believe in you, who discounted you. you got the person. And there's a party in your head. And again, it's not the good type. And you wonder why you can't hear other people. You wonder why you have ears to hear but do not hear. Yeah, you hear, but you don't listen. Yeah, you can see, but you're so busy. I mean, I mean, you can look, but you're so busy judging people that you don't see people. And we all can touch, but most of us stopped feeling a long time ago. Because we're hurt. And this is why, how these two belief systems, these two mindsets play out. You're either of the camp that you have enough, that you're grateful, that you've been blessed, or I've had enough. This isn't worth it anymore. I can't handle it. Life ain't no fair. Life is too hard. It's, it's just not fair that that guy is in the White House, or it's not fair that my person didn't win, or it's not fair that A is happening, or it's not fair uh, that Beyonce gets to go to Cuba and live on jets, or it's not fair uh, that Obama gets to travel the world at our expense, or it's not fair that George Bush gets this, or it's not fair that Kim Corden—don't you see it? We're so busy comparing ourselves to everybody else. We're so busy telling ourselves what's not right, what's not fair. Don't they know who I am? They can't treat me that way. And I was reading an article by Ann Voskamp in Fox News. And she, the title of the article caught me. It says, how three words can stop what's stealing your joy. Wouldn't that be great? Wouldn't you like to, to know what's stealing your joy? Because it would be nice to be joyful in life. We can't always be happy. Happy circumstantial. But joy is a mindset that comes from I have enough. And it was about this little kid. And there's, you know, my my little boy, Benaiah, we always watch Pajanimals. Every night before he goes to bed, it's a conditioning. It's an anchor. And there's this one Pajanimals where one of the uh, little uh, animals uh, is sad. And it's weird because their friend is having a birthday party. And they're going to have cake and ice cream, get presents. Everybody's going to spend time looking at a person. And that person is really sad because they want that. They want the presents. They want the party for themselves. And their birthday party is not for another four months away. But yet when they had their party, they were all happy. And this this article is, is, is about that. It's about being at a birthday party and this... Young girl was there, and this young girl was getting a panic attack, was getting stressed out because it was her friend's birthday party. And and, and she was sad because she wants the presents, because she wants. And so Anne Van Camp is talking about this, and she says, who really especially likes or finds it easy when other kids get the big cake or the big gifts or all the flashing cameras on that other person grinning, you know, the mug smiling pretty over candles, Right? And she Ann says she saw this once at a parade, that there were women jockeying for a better position. That's really what it is. And she says it turns out it doesn't matter of Hill of Beans how old you are, how wise you are, or how you're sitting pretty. The more you let yourself compete and compare, the more you forget your own calling. She said I'd seen it, the women with their big handbags and big hopes. The more you push to get in front of others, the more you fall behind in being the best you can be. She says, I confess, I don't remember much of the parade, but she was talking about her own experience, but I went home with that, seeing people wanting to uh, put themselves above other people. And then she said, I went and listened to the kid with the kid's sister who had this birthday coming up. She was brave and honest and said out loud that she knew she was going to fill her tummy tight into knots when everybody handed her sister all the presents. When her sister got the stage and the candles and the cake, so she showed me what her and her mom had written on a piece of paper for her. For her to carry in her pocket, to hold on in her hand, just three words were scrawled on a scrap piece of paper. And those three words were, I get enough. <clears throat> I get enough. And the kids' eyes dance. So I remember, I get enough cake. I get enough pretty gifts. I get enough people celebrating me too. That little girl holds that paper up. I'm not ever losing this because I can't forget it or that will ruin everything. I get enough. That's right girl because a girl can forget and that ruins everything. A woman can forget that her life is enough, that her road is enough. That her calling, her story, her singleness, her chastity, her marriage, her husband, her vocation, her apartment, her house, her childlessness, her kids, her body, her health, her work is enough. A woman can look in the mirror and find it impossible to say, I get enough. One can forget how to believe I get enough. There's enough scraps of paper in the world that we could all tear up the, that myth of scarcity and write it down for ourselves. The certainty of abundance. I get enough. One can write it on the mirror. I get enough. I get enough because I get enough grace. And his grace is enough for me. I get enough because I get enough love. And his love all around me for me, in me, is enough. I get enough. When I can't remember that I get enough, I just have to remember to give thanks. Thanks. That's so powerful. If you think about that, ladies and gentlemen, that's the mindset. You're either grateful and you realize that you get enough, or you are a victim and you think, I've had enough. And I'm going to tell you right now, depending on which one you focus on, it will dictate so much about the happiness, the joy, and the impact of your life. We'll be right back.
5: Investment in some other areas so we can reinvest that money in more people for this experience. Every single
0: person has been thrilled with the results and myself included.
7: Change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class in Minneapolis, September 13th through the 15th. That's likeitmatters.net. Leadership Awakening. We don't take applicants, only commitment. Hey, welcome to our show. Hey, and we got some news. Premier Pool and Spa is having a truckload
2: sale. Does that mean there's just one or two of them are on sale? Because that's all that fits in my truck, eh? Did
7: uh, you just fall off a truck? Yeah, that's why I talk like this, eh? No, that means that all the hot tubs and swim spas in the inventory are all on sale. Plus the next two truckloads, and
2: they're all on sale. And if they don't have what you want, they can build exactly what you're looking for. And it'll be on sale too, eh? Well, shouldn't you wait for all the summer fair sales? Because everyone says that's the best time of year to buy, eh? Hey, remember do people have to pay to have a booth at the fair? And then when you look at the deals, it includes that cost in there, so it's not really a deal. So why wait till another time when the deals now are just as hot as the weather? Buy now and get what you want when you want it at this big truckload sale. Visit Premier Pool and Chan today, premierpools.com. Premier Pool and Spa, where we take fun seriously, eh? Take off.
7: Did you know approximately 980 Minnesotans will be diagnosed with pancreatic cancer this year?
6: the like it matters radio. Radio, like it matters inspiration, education and application. I am Mr. Black and I have seemed to have lost you guys. Hello?
5: Yeah, you're still with us, Mr. Black? Hello? You're you still with us, Mr. Black? You uh, there? Okay. Can you hear me?
6: Yeah, I can hear you, but I lost everything else. So we're still live?
5: We're still live. We're good to go.
6: Awesome. I just have no feedback in my ear, just so you know. (laughs) Awesome. So Thanks, John. That's my uh, engineer, so John, appreciate it. So we are back with Like It Matters Radio. So today we're talking about I have enough or I've had enough. And they're basically two mindsets. They're two ways to think. And why I bring this up is because there is an attitude of gratitude or there's an attitude of victimhood. And we have something in our unconscious brain called the reticular activating system. It is the brain's focal center. And what it does, it is like your tuner. It is like if you had a remote control. Uh, If you don't know why a TV is called a tuner, because it picks up on airwaves. It picks up on signals. And when you tune it to a certain signal, that's what it sees. And that's how our reticular activating system is. It's the same exact thing. What we focus on, we tend to see more of. So when I, um, when I bought a uh, Ford Expedition, uh, when I was going, I was looking for a new car. I was going to go get an Explorer. Uh, and I asked my friend who owned the dealership, I'd like to buy an Explorer. He said, no, Black, you want to buy an Expedition. This was like a 92, 95, somewhere around there. And I said, Gary, I've never seen an expedition. Don't know what one looks like. He goes, yeah, you've seen them all over. They're all over Reno. That's when I lived in Reno. I go, I've never seen one. He said, listen, come by, get an expedition, take it home. uh, And if you don't like it, bring it back on Monday, and I'll get you your Explorer. Oh, my gosh, I loved it. I I ran it to the ground uh, a quarter of a million miles in a couple of years. I drove it everywhere. And you know what I saw all over Reno, Nevada, all over for the next couple of months, everywhere I looked? I saw Ford Expeditions. They were always there. They didn't pop up just because I bought one. See, what had happened, my reticular activating system wasn't focused on it. But once I focused my RAS on uh, on an Expedition, I was aware wherever I drove, my eyes automatically were gravitate to. When my wife was pregnant, she would always comment. It was so funny, I'd laugh without telling her why at the time. But she laughed. I can't believe it's so weird. There are so many more pregnant people. Like, wow, it's just weird. It's like something in the water. It's like everybody got pregnant about the same time. I've never seen so many pregnant people. Guess what? There were always that amount of pregnant people. The difference was my wife wasn't focused on being pregnant. She never planned on having kids. We, it wasn't part of the plan. It just happened. And so now that she was pregnant, her reticular activating system was focused all over on pregnant, on babies, on all that. So she saw them everywhere. Think about a woman who's struggling with uh, fertility. She wants to have a baby so bad, and her husband hasn't been blessed. And her RAS is focused on babies, on pregnancy. The difference is between her and my wife, my wife would get get this great feeling whenever she saw babies and pregnancies. Because she had a of thought. But here's a woman who was struggling with fertility. The pain of not being able to have a baby. And then she still saw all the babies, all the pregnancies. And now with those pictures came hurt, came pain, came disappointment. See, what we focus our reticular activating system, our unconscious brain, that's what we see. If you were watching ESPN, why would you expect to be seeing... Spongebob. Don't you get it? If your tuner is focused on ESPN, you're probably going to be expecting watching sports. If your TV set, your tuner is focused on Telemundo, you're probably not going to be expecting to watch Fox News. Why? Because your tuner is tuned to a different frequency. And a lot of people... Park their Raz, their Tuner, on the Life Ain't No Fair channel. On I'm a Victim. On the Life is Hard channel. On I Deserve channel. And boy, what you park that channel on dictates a lot about everything else. It is the internal frame that you frame everything else. Your intrapersonal communication is the frame. It dictates how you interpersonally communicate. How you talk to other people. I got this article, this was from last year, July 31 of last year. Psychologists say more and more young people are entitled. Research has discovered that large amounts of young people are developing an entitlement complex. The psychological trend comes from the belief that you are superior to others and are more deserving of certain things. This form of narcissism has some significant consequences such as disappointment and a tendency to lash out. Psychology Today reports that some examples of entitlement range from the disregard of rules, freeloading, causing inconveniences, and like to assume the role of leaders when working in group. So-called millennials, who were born roughly between 1988 and 1994, tend to have this characteristic as a 2016 study found. The University of Hampshire, Hampshire found that youngsters who were studied on issues of entitlement, score 25% higher than people aged 40 to 60 and 50% higher than those over the age bracket. Dr. Joshua Grubbs, who conducted the research which was published in the Psychology Bulletin, is quoted by Spring as saying, At extreme levels, entitlement is a toxic, narcissistic trait, repeatedly exposing people to the risk of feeling frustrated, unhappy, and disappointed with life. Oftentimes, life, health, aging, and the social world don't treat us as well as we'd like. Confronting these limitations is especially threatening to an entitled person because it violates their worldview of self superiority. Do you hear that? That's powerful. Why do you think there's so many college camps that wrap up in white privilege? Don't you get these little kids, these youngsters, think they're privileged? They think they deserve a free college. They think they deserve free health care. They think anybody that wants to come to this country deserves to be here. Don't you hear the entitlement? But because they feel so entitled, they then lash out at other people they think of an entitled. You know, I leave my keys in my car. I leave my cars unlocked. Uh, I'm a pretty trusting person. I don't think people are stealing from me. I'll give you the last dollar I owe. I'm not a theft. I'm not a thief. I'm not taking advantage of people. I'm not stealing from people. So I don't think people are stealing from me. One thing I've learned over the years of studying people is that the people that are so worried about something happening to them is because they're focused on it all the time. The people who are worried about someone screwing them over, usually it's because they're used to screwing people over. The people that are worried about people gossiping about them, i got to be honest with you, are usually people that gossip. Because they think that people are just like them. So everybody gossips. Everybody cheats on their wife or their husband. Everybody says swear words. Everybody, that's how we do it. We take our own pain, our own insecurities, our own doubts, and then we project them in the future and we include other people. So someone that's abusing other people or someone that's cheating on their spouse is, is thinking other people are cheating on their spouse. People that have been molested just assume that, well, it happens to everybody. And so they just assume that's what's going on for everybody. So these people do feel privileged. They feel they deserve everything. They deserve a handout. They deserve success. Uh, they deserve to live with their parents as long as they want to. They deserve to be handed a paycheck. They deserve to get uh, $15 an hour no matter what they do, uh, minimum. They de- Don't you see it? So this says confronting these limitations is especially threatening to an entitled person because it violates their worldview of self superiority. Right? I mean, those poor schmoes who voted for that guy in the White House, we can beat them up, we can destroy them because we're better than them. We're smarter than them. They're just a bunch of deplorables. That person who's wearing that hat that made that says that they voted for the other person, we should spit in their face. We should rip their head off. We should call them names. Because I'm better than them. Because I'm smarter. Because they're dehumanized. Because just like white people did to blacks a hundred years ago, treat them less than human. Just like uh, Nazis did to the Jews, treat them less than human. Just like any culture that wants to destroy another people, you just take away, dehumanize them, demonize them. It's in the Rules for Radical by Saul Alinsky. Most politicians have grown up in studying the Rules for Radicals. Look it up. One of the main rules in the rules for radicals is you dehumanize them. Make them less than human. Make them half a person. Make them three-quarters of a person. Make them disgruntled. Make them, uh, you know, deplorable. That way you can attack them. That way you can attack them at a restaurant. You can burn down their house. You can uh, ban them for life. You can quit a job if they get hired. Don't you see it? And here's the thing. The study looked at 170 cases and determined that entitlement leads... Two, disappointment, anger, negativity, and a constant need for that person to tell themselves that they are special. Professor Julie Exline, who was also involved in the study, added that the system only creates more issues and can lead to problems with other people. The entire mindset pits someone against somebody else. When people think that they should have everything they want, often for nothing, it comes at the cost of relationships with others and ultimately their own happiness. In order to break from this mentality, experts believe that the individual should learn to become more humble, more grateful, and accept their, indivi- their limitations. You hear this? Black isn't saying this. Like it Matter Radio isn't saying this. I'm just repeating what's said from Psychology Day from this study. In order to break from this mentality, experts believe that the individual should learn to become more humble, more grateful, and accept their limitations. Psychology Today also offers some other alternatives to solving this problem. Ready? And here's what they say. These, including retrospectively reflecting on annoying incidents from someone else's perspective, promote other achievements and stop justifying things to yourself that are wrong. Wow. If you can't say amen, say ouch. Because that's truly what's going on. That really is what comes down to these two mindsets. Either you have a mindset of I have enough you're grateful. You feel blessed so no matter what life is thrown at you or if you had enough. Life ain't no fair. You're just a victim. It's poor you. Don't they know who I am? They can't treat me that way. It's time ladies and gentlemen to put our big boy pants on and stop that stinking thinking.
5: Hi, it's John Wichko, owner of Advantage Auto Glass. Advantage is having a great year, and I'd like to thank everyone who's taken advantage of our service. And if you chose to wait for drier roads and warmer weather, they're here. Now is the time to get that cracked windshield taken care of. You've been staring at it day after day. Why wait any longer? Call Advantage Auto Glass today at 952-423-6396, and we'll replace your windshield with only the highest quality parts and adhesives. Advantage will come to your home or work, anywhere in the metro. We're a local, family-owned company and a preferred shop for all major insurance companies. That means you'll get personalized service and we do all the billing all backed by a lifetime warranty. All you do is call Advantage first and we'll take care of everything. So call us today at 952-423-6396 or visit us on the web at ReplaceMyWindshield.com. That's ReplaceMyWindshield.com.
6: For tips, mix, or cracks, call
7: on my life change the course of your life by attending the next like it matters leadership awakening in Richmond Virginia August 23rd through the 25th go to like it click on schedule for leadership awakening near you leadership awakening we don't take applicants only commitment
6: welcome back to like it matters radio radio like it matters inspiration education and application I am mr. black If you miss any of today's show called I Have Enough or I've Had Enough, then you just go to likeitmattersradio.com. And there you will be able to hear this message and uh, many others. A couple months of archived messages. John will have, probably have this up in the, uh, before noon. So you can listen to this and many archived messages. Also, you can email me at Black at likeitmattersradio.com. Love to hear from you. Love to hear insights, uh, things you think about the, uh, the the radio program. If there's something I shared on the radio that you'd like to send me, uh, me to send you a copy of, I'd love to do that. So you just got to email me at mrblack at likeitmattersradio.com. And please know that you can go to iTunes now and you can subscribe to Like It Matters Radio. So uh, at the end of my radio show, it'll be sitting there waiting for you in podcast form so you can listen to it at your own leisure on your phone or your computer any time in the day and over and over if you want to. Uh, Today, we're posing the question of what type of person are you? Are you the type of person that feels you have enough, that you're in the grateful, you're appreciative, or are you the victim are you the type of person that when things don't go the way you want which is on a regular basis? I've had enough. Just my my little drama king, my little boy, my little three and a half year old warrior, Benaya. I can't even. I done. I done with the table. I done with eggs. I done with ketchup. I done. I mean, he's little three. He's so adamant with a hand gesture, shaking. his head. "I done. I can't even. I can't even." And boy, at least he's three and a half. At least he has an excuse. But you know why there's far more people who said, I've had enough, and far fewer who believe I have enough? Is because of three words envy, jealousy, and covetousness. Boy, and that covetousness is an interesting one because uh, there are Ten Commandments. If you don't know that, you can turn to the book of Exodus in the Bible, the 20th chapter. And the 10th commandment is interesting it's, Thou shalt not covet. You shall not covet your neighbor's house. You shall not covet your neighbor's wife or his male servant or his female servant or his ox or his donkey or anything that is your neighbor's. And by the way, I have heard it. You could take the the, 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 the 10th commandment of thou shalt not covet and a majority of the other commandments are triggered by that one. The majority, I think seven or six or seven of the 10 commandments all tie directly into that 10th commandment of thou shalt not covet. And why? Because you're dealing with those words envy, jealousy. So let me define these three words to you. Okay? Envy is what you feel towards someone when he or she has something you want. Jealousy is what you feel when you have something you really like and don't want to share it. Covetness is what you feel about the thing you want that the other person has. That could be fame, that could be fortune, that should be a, could be a pretty spouse, that could be kids, uh, that could be a YouTube station, uh, that could be a position in the White House, uh, that could be a Supreme Court nominee, whatever it is. So jealousy and envy have very similar meanings and are often confused in many ways. The difference is whether you have some claim on the object of your desire. See, jealousy and envy have very similar meanings. Jealousy is defined as very watchful or careful in guarding or keeping, and resentfully envious. Now, envy is defined as a feeling of discontent and ill will because of another's advantages, possessions, etc. Resentful dislike of another who has something that one desires. Sound like the world we live in? Jealousy has stronger emotions attached to it. It's no coincidence that jealous comes from the word zealous which means ardent devotions. Do you see the tie-in? The first use of jealous in English were attached to biblical devotion. That's so powerful if you think about it. Then to lovers. I mean, our first love is supposed to be God, and our second love is supposed to be our spouse. So it makes sense. See, if you have or had something and are wanting to protect it, you are jealous of it. You can be jealous of your reputation, your wayward lover, the red shoes you got when you became pope. Envy, on the other hand, is more like want and desire than zeal. It's sometimes considered a nice word for jealousy. And if you think about it, just because we were talking about it, the Bible talks about envy is a sin, not uh, jealousy. When you covet thy neighbor's wife, you are resentful that your neighbor has her and you don't. Now, if she was yours first, then you can be jealous, but that could involve violating another commandment or two. So envy derives from the Latin word invidir, which means to look askance upon, as in give someone the evil eye. Its previous use include malice and spite. So envy isn't as benign as some might have it. And so you got to get that's what we're dealing with. We're dealing with this carrying all this stuff around that we were never supposed to carry. You know, I always I have a weird way of thinking, and uh, I do. I just I'm very open about that. I get that, and I, I I scan things and things are tied together for me. So I saw this this quote uh, this article. I'm sorry. It says quote obese tourists from U.S. and U.K. blamed for crippling donkeys in Greece. Activists say it says the donkeys of Santorini are reportedly not the only stubborn creatures on the Greek Isle. Officials say that increasing numbers of overweight tourists are opting to ride, not walk, up the steep hills of the popular cruise ship destination, thus crippling the animals in the process. A representative for the animal rights group, Help the Santorini Donkeys, recently told the Mirror that locals have been forced to begin breeding their donkeys with stronger mules to make it easier for them to carry what the Mirror calls fatter tourists. At present, overweight riders are leaving the animals with spinal injuries and open wounds due in part to ill-fitting saddles. It's recommended animals carry no more than 20% of their body weight. Obese and overweight tourists combined with a lack of shade and water, heat, and cobbled steps is what's causing such a problem. The spokesperson told the Mirror, with donkeys it should be no more than 8 stone, 120 pounds. But how would that be imposed? Wow. 120 pounds. And if you've seen pictures like I've seen, if you travel the world, oh, my God, you got three, 400-pound people, these big obese people sitting on these things. What does that matter? Because a lot of people are carrying around stuff they never should have been carried around, just like those donkeys. A lot of people are carrying this extra weight. God told me years ago that you're going through this, this world too heavy. Why does that matter? Because when we carry around stuff we shouldn't, when we carry our pound of flesh, when we're keeping a record of wrongs, when we're in there I've had enough and life ain't no fair, this is what happens. Here's another article. Alaska Airlines responds to gay couple claiming flight crews separated them so straight couple could sit. Now, we don't know why people do what they do, but we can make anything because no one responds to reality. We respond to our perception of reality. So it says, Alaska Airlines is investigating a claim that a gay couple was separated so a straight couple could sit together. David Cooley was flying from New York's JFK Airport to Los Angeles International Airport when he said an Alaska Airlines flight attendant gave preferential treatment to a straight couple. Quote, this is what he posted on Twitter. Because now that he's been wrong, he's got to go destroy, right? That's what we do. That's the drama triangle, right? There's the victim, there's the persecutor, and the rescuer. And we're all on this drama triangle. They can't treat me that way. You can know my rights. And this is what he put on Twitter, quote, I have never been so discriminated against while traveling before. After my traveling companion and I had been seated in our assigned seat for a while, we were approached by the flight attendant and my companion was asked to move from his premium seat to coach so a couple could sit together. I explained that we were a couple and wanted to sit together. He was given a choice to either give up the premium seat or move to coach or get off the plane. We could not bear the feeling of humiliation for an entire cross-country flight and left the plane. I cannot believe that an airline in this day and age would give a straight couple preferential treatment over a gay couple and go so far as to ask us to leave. Cooley said he and his partner managed to get a flight home on Delta Airlines and advised other LGBT community to avoid Alaska Airlines. We will never be flying Alaska Airlines or the recently purchased Virgin Airlines Group ever again. Thank you, Delta Airlines, for getting us home safe. If you're an LGBTQ person, please spend your travel dollars with an LGBTQ-friendly airline like Delta. Isn't that amazing? Now, I've traveled with kids before, little kids, and been separated from my kids. I've traveled with my wife before, got upgraded, and had to be separated from my wife. So what is my reason? Is it because... The airline that I was working with didn't like straight couples. Or the airline I was with uh, didn't like white people. Or the airline I was with... uh, Do you see what I'm saying? You know what? Life ain't no fair. Sometimes stuff happens. But your mindset, your internal communication, your interpersonal communication, the frame that you have in your mind, either that you have enough, that life has lessons, that you're grateful that you're healthy, that you have this, you have that, or that you're a victim. Life ain't no fair. I've had enough. And that's why that mindset, you could either park on one of two channels. You're either on the grateful channel or you're on the victim channel. You're either on the better channel or you're on the bitter channel. You're either on the employee mentality channel or the owner mentality channel. You're either a leaner or a lifter. Let me help you get your thinking right so your life could be better. You are under construction on a Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you to be more hopeful about your future, reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does.
2: Consider Montessori, an educational model that is founded on the premise that all children are natural learners with curiosity. Hand-in-hand Christian Montessori specializes in one-to-one learning instead of one-size-fits-all. Call 651 784
4: 7988
5: or go to hihcm.org. Your resource for health and wellness is Wellness Radio 1570, KDIZ Golden Valley, a service.